Yo, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining us for the week six episode of our NFL podcast, House Divided. My name is Charles Jagle. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Brandon Heffernan and Kushereen. We're here with you to recap all of the week six action that just occurred. Um, we're brought to you by the O.A. Howell Broadcasting Network. Be sure to tune in to oahowell.org uh, this week for some other podcasts coming soon. So first thing that we want to talk about is the Bears-Packers game. I know it didn't go down how a lot of us hoped um, as Chicago fans, but as Packers fans, Needless to say, they're pleased with Aaron Rodgers' continued success at Soldier Field. Um, it's it's just been bad. I don't know what to say. Kush, you can take it away if you want. I, re- I really don't know what to say. We made some claims last week. We said that Justin Fields needs to play all right. He didn't play bad. Um, he just you can't keep he didn't keep up with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers had himself an amazing game. There wasn't much we could do about that. Uh, I don't know. I just I said it last week on the podcast. If the Bears. Offense plays like they did against the Raiders. They're gonna they're gonna lose because the Bears defense can't hold Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense forever like they did the Raiders. I I said that last week and that's exactly what happened. I think the Bears defense did play really good though. They were playing well against the run. Actually, no, they got, got that's that's where they got. Um, they were able to get a lot of pressure. Yeah. I think they I would said, be able to get a lot of pressure, but they got killed on the run. That's where they actually got hurt the most. Overall, yeah. in general, though, not even being biased. That was pro- for both teams. That was probably the worst ref game I've oh, seen yeah. in a while. That was terrible. First of all, starting with the Justin Fields play where he thought it was a free play, he thought they jumped off sides, which they clearly did. Yeah, that was a clear and jump. He threw the ball down field. Jump. I, could, he had a free I, play. I could see that he jumped from all the way up in the stands. I could see that he jumped. And yeah, Kush so, was at that game, by the way, in again, case you all With the Packers, too, they called a push off on Alan oh, yeah. Lazard in the back of the end zone. No, it was Equinemius St. Brown. Oh, Equinemius St. Brown, which that I didn't really think was a push off. Yeah, it was, and he caught the ball and they ruled it out of bounds, so yeah. I don't know what that was. Oh, and then, yeah, that too. And then what was, wasn't there, an, oh, I'm trying to remember, there was another one. Wasn't there like one? Where Justin Fields like head just got like absolutely smacked against the ground too, and they didn't call oh, it. There's uh, no like late hit. There was a late hit on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's, couple of holdings on the Packers also. And it was really just a terribly officiated game overall. I feel like the, the I mean, refs. Overall. I'm never, I'm never one to like complain about that by any means, but I just think that. When you go inside a game, I think they wanted to kind of let them play, and it was a rivalry yeah, game. But rivalry but, it, game. but it was really just like there's a a medium between letting them play and just missing crucial things like that. Like the Justin Fields thing, when you're a rookie quarterback and you believe you're given a free play as you should, um, like obviously that's just of instinct in football is you know to attack that free play, go for the deep ball, and then on the paying for them and forcing like the only turnover of the game which we did say the defense played good but we weren't able to force any turnovers which would have been a crucial point as our offense struggles so we need the defense to get us the ball back as much as we can and limit that green bay offense but since we weren't able to do that and they were able to get one because of that it was just such a huge turning point early on in the game it just sucked for us yeah overall not a good officiating game oh yeah um the nfl refs have just been horrible like not even in this game they've just been horrible overall this year it's just been terrible call after terrible call i feel like over the past couple years the refs have been getting progressively worse it just feels like they get worse every single year they've been screwing over teams constantly always missing calls which leads to game lot teams losing it's just it's been terrible this year yeah. I think the NFL officiating used to get to I mean, nothing, it together. nothing's like that Saints one, right? That, like, late hit or whatever. Oh, it was against the Rams. Yeah, there was nothing like that. That was the <laughs> that was an NFC championship And the, there's too, a point where I'll complain about calls, and then there's that. And that gained me so much humility when I started talking about, like, 
the refs and stuff like that, I was like, oh my god, if I am a Rams fan, like I yeah, if I was a Rams fan, that like if you don't know what we're talking about, it was that NFC Championship game where uh it was that like clear pass interference. The the wide receiver was taken out before like the DB took him out for the ball. ball. Yeah, while the ball was like like, halfway there. Obvious. That that doesn't even make sense. That literally affects Super Bowl too because there was a minute left in that game. If the Saints. Score a touchdown there, the game's over. Mm-hmm. And they go to the Super Bowl, but instead, they end up with a field goal and end up losing the game. But is that the one thing I will Rams say is that the Saints, the Saints got the ball back in OT first, and then Drew Brees threw another pick. <laughs> so that's it's not still, it was it was on the refs, but I feel like the Saints still had another chance. They did have another chance, but that that was the worst call I've ever seen. And then. This year, I want to go back to the NFL refs, the Chargers and Browns game. I feel the Browns, they, they missed so many calls. They called some PIs on Mike Williams. or They called PIs on the Browns against Mike Williams that were PI on Mike Williams. It was, it was really dumb calls, and they led to the Browns losing that game. Yeah, I mean, overall in that Bears game, there's 10 penalties called. Three for 51 against the Packers and seven for 54 against us. Um, there's four more called against us, and just they came in like, Crucial situations, just like even if not even towards the calls, it's more just like the no calls, which happened like we talked about. But regardless, it was a tough matchup. I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, apparently owns us now. Interesting take by a washed-up man who's gonna, you know, not be playing at Soldier Field any any longer after that. But we'll see. You know, you know, I feel like. I feel like when you say stuff like that, it's a bold claim. It might come back to bite you, but we'll see. It's it's not bold. He's just... I mean, when you're saying that, I'm not saying it because... I mean, I'm not going to lie. He has owned the Bears. But when you you tell that to a crowd and yell at them, like, that's that's bound to spark something. I think next game, uh, when they match up against the Bears later in this season, it's definitely going to fuel the hatred for the teams even more. Because as a player, you don't like hearing that. You don't like players talking to your fans like that. It's just... It's it's crazy. To I be want, honest, it was insane. I'd, yeah, I want to know how the Bears locker room feels after Cole Komet said that he does own us. Like, I, how are you gonna come I mean, out publicly? Does. I mean, he's but not wrong. You That's guys, can, like fans saying that is different. A player on the team saying that and like just. It's just embarrassing. I feel like I, he should not have said that. Publicly. I didn't see the full interview though. Like, yeah. is that taken out of work? I feel like so many times it yeah. can be taken yeah, out of true. that. I feel like that a lot. I feel like he doesn't didn't necessarily say that. He could have just said something along the lines of they have dominated the Bears. I mean, it just statistically accurate, but just the fact that he said it in that manner after scoring that touchdown, um, after hitting the discount double check celebration. <laughs> you know, it just all all my hatred towards Aaron Rodgers in the past. 10 years of my life just like unleash itself right there in that moment that i've never disliked a man more than that but i mean and that ends the day there's nothing for respect to him he's just a great quarterback and he has dominated over the last couple of years but like i said between the players it's bound to be really interesting going in the game as there as there already was a lot of bad blood this game there was a couple mm-hmm. like late hits shoving matches or stuff like that so i'm just excited for when the packers get healthy and with their new signing whitney merciless i like him i think He's gonna do good. Yeah, I'm excited for when they get healthy. Yeah, and I mean, I think I think that that's the same thing on our end. Like we're missing Andy Dalton. Not that Justin, not that Justin Fields is the full time starter. He earned that. Uh, I think that's okay. But we did have an all rookie backfield going into this game. We had Justin Fields and Khalil Herbert, who's like technically our fourth string running back, because you have you know David Montgomery, uh, you have Tariq Cohen, um, and then what's Damian Williams also got uh, injured. The before this or he had COVID so that's why he wasn't playing this game but uh so having Khalil Herbert in there it allowed for the Bears to have an all rookie backfield um 
you know, which is which was part of the reason why it struggled in certain situations where you need to know where to, like, and, like, the clutch situations where you know you need to get points up on the board and they just weren't able to do that, lacking that experience. But I think there's only good things going forward for them. Talking about Cleo Herbert, though, he looked like a second-string running back. Like, he looked way – I'm so, I know Damian Williams, like, we haven't seen a lot of him. But I don't know how much better Damian Williams could do after seeing that. Yeah, he, he was, played really good. 18 carries for 90. Tackles. He was, or my bad, 19 carries, 97 yards, and a touchdown. Almost a 100-yard game for him. As uh, a first-time starter. He yeah, did play really game. good. I, I, like, I think um, the Bears have found like a good running back, honestly, trio, because Damian Williams is good also. I think they could just rotate between those three guys, and they have like a new running back trio. Yeah. They just need to get the passing game together. The run game has always been good, I feel. They've been good all season. If yeah, they get I the passing game Monty together. Gets back. Yeah, if they get the pass game together, they can be a really good offense. Yeah. And I, I think that starts with Nagy getting fired. Yeah. I think it's sad to say. The but play calling's been better, though, without him. And I, I really like Sean Desai a lot. Like, yeah. I think he's great for us. I, I really like for the sure. staff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I like the players. Um,. It's just naggy. Naggy should have been fired last it's season. Just, and and especially, been, and people have said that millions of times, but now that you see that the Bears' offense struggles in passing, even with Mitch Trubisky leaving, it shows that Mitch Trubisky wasn't truly the issue. Yeah, it's um, been naggy. I think, I don't know why. Like, I don't know what they see in him. I don't know why they're holding on to him. There's just... I mean, it's, it's, I it's such it. a weird situation because he was carried to that Coach of the Year award in 2018 when the they did the Bears really just had a loaded roster that um that that defense that just carried them and Mitch Trubisky had a good year so that yeah, was, he was a pro bowler off- that year the so offense was actually good that year though it was it was okay it was enough it wasn't it was good because of Trubisky it, was, it, was, it wasn't good it was good it was good above average it was, it was, good, it was okay good enough because because yeah, the defense us. was so good it was good because of the defense 50 percent of the team you know what I mean? Like, the 50% of the offense was generated by the defense, giving them a good field position half the time and forcing turnovers. And just, like, I think they led the league in sacks that year or something like that. But to me, I think they still are. Uh, but I know you are talking about the Packers injury report, but if you're going to talk about that, we definitely got to bring up the Browns injuries that are going on right now. They got blown out by the Cardinals this past week, but the injuries that they have on their roster right now are just – it's insane. They're playing right now also. We're watching this Thursday night football game when they're going against the Broncos, and they're currently up right now regardless of these injuries. But it's just like all the players that they have out, who is it? They have, so they have both their running backs, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Um, Odell got hurt that game. Baker Mayfield actually has, like, a partially torn labrum in his non-throwing so- shoulder, um, which he said he, he's going to have to get surgery after the season for that. Um, yeah, that can be bad during the season. Be, yeah, but, but he said he's going to play through it through the season, even though it's no, non, it's his non-throwing. He, that's what he said, though. No, was, I mean, like, it's not good season. for him. I, he can, I get him trying to push himself. It's a good thing, but it's just not worth it. It's yeah. It's not. They have a, I don't know. I just, I don't think. Yeah, the and then they have just a lot of other people banged up going into the game. They have Miles Garrett, that who didn't, eighteen who people, was questionable right? throughout the week. Yeah, like I'm just looking at this depth chart right now. It's insane, but yeah. um, they're they're still winning, which is impressive. I the guess Broncos not, suck. Yeah, the, the Broncos. Broncos suck. Their offensive line is still a top three offensive line. They're, no, they're missing Jedrick Wilson. Jed. Jedrick Willis that, and Jack Conklin are both team, out. Their whole offensive line is still good though. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty good. I'll give them that. But they may have the best offensive. I don't know what offensive line would be better. Maybe no, the Packers no, when, they're, when they're healthy. No, 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 they're better because we lost Corey Lindsley. So. When they're healthy, what Packers when they're healthy are. Corey Lindsley the, is gone. 
He's off the team. He's on the Chargers. We just have Bakhtiari oh. and Jenkins. I still think the Browns are better. If we had Corey Lindsley, they're... Uh, but when Bakhtiari... If we had Corey Lindsley, I still think we would be the best because Bakhtiari, Jenkins, and Corey I mean, Lindsley Bakhtiari are all is the best pros. left tackle in the NFL. Yeah. And Jenkins is slowly... He's so young. We, mm-hmm. He's very young. He's going to keep getting better. I think he's going to be an all-pro. Maybe not this year, but soon. I, the, the Browns online is definitely the best in the league when they're healthy. Yeah. And uh, one of the teams that's been terrorizing offensive lines throughout the league is the Minnesota Vikings. I think they're up there. They're up there with the Bears right now for leading the NFL in sacks as a team. And they won against the Carolina Panthers in overtime this week, which I kind of wanted to talk about. Mostly not because of the Vikings, though. Um, Even though Kirk Cousins had a really good game. K.J. Osborne, a young receiver off that team, had a good game. Um, Cook came back, played amazing. Thielen. On my, who was on my fantasy team, who actually just traded the brand this week, um, had a really good game, a lot of big catches. He had 11 receptions for 126 and a touchdown. Um, that game did go in the overtime, but the main reason why I wanted to talk about that is just because of Sam Darnold. I know he's been a reoccurring and subject on this podcast. he's seeing ghosts again. He's seeing ghosts. This man, so he... He really struggled this game. He like his first three games of the year, they played some bad defenses, but he he looked really solid. They started off three and zero. Um, he had multiple like three hundred fifty yard passing games, but then this game he was seventeen for forty one for two hundred seven yards, a touchdown, and an interception. He suffered four sacks that game. He finished with a QBR of thirty three point eight, and one I was talking with some people the other day, and I think that the main reason why Sam Darnold had this much success is because of Joe Brady being there in uh, Carolina. Joe Brady, of course, was the offensive coordinator at LSU when Joe Burrow was there, which led them to probably, would you say probably like the best college football offense all the time? I yeah, think so. That, that yes. was, I, think that, I think that's the best. They're about to have the, I think Jamar Chase will break the rookie record for receiving yards this year, especially because yeah. he has, Jefferson and guess whose record he's breaking? Yeah. Justin, Justin Jefferson, who was also his teammate at LSU. Yeah. But I think Jamar Chase, with that extra game, will 100% break that rookie yeah, record. He's fifth in the NFL right now. It's crazy. He's on pace to easily break it's it. It's crazy. Him and Joe Burrow just have that connection. They just mm-hmm. carried over from college. Yeah. He's already though, one of the best deep threats honestly, in the NFL, and he's played I six st- games. I still think T. Higgins is a better overall receiver. It's just Joe Burrow uh, and Jamar Chase have a better connection. We have such a low sampling size, though, of uh, Jamar Chase because he yeah. really played, but you can. Yeah. I mean, if if you know, if you watch them, you can just tell that Jamar Jamar Chase has more of that natural talent, um, similar to Justin Je- Justin Jefferson when he came into the league this year. So I think he's definitely on pace to break Justin Jefferson's yeah, record. LSU offense definitely the best. Yeah, and so many, anyway, uh, that's what I was talking about. Is that Joe Brady is at that he's the offensive coordinator there at uh, Carolina now, which led to Sam Darnold being able to come from New York and put himself in a really good situation. But at the end of the day. Sam Darnold's going to be Sam Darnold. He's going to have games like this where he throws 41 passes, only completes 17 of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, how it's many a miracle they were even in the game. Though. Oh, yeah. Robbie yeah. Anderson, Anderson, yeah. Robbie Anderson, Anderson alone dropped like six. Bronze. Yeah, yeah. And his old line isn't the greatest over there either. But, but um, what I was going to say is, how the, how, it's amazing how they still kept it a close game. Yeah, I'm surprised that game even went to overtime. Looking at Sam Darnold's stats, you think it was a blowout. He played like, I don't, he played pretty bad. It's I a, guess their their run I mean, game he, has been. He went good. down the field, tied the game, and then went into overtime. Yeah, and then that wasn't even on his fault because yeah. of the NFL's dumb rule that I still don't agree with. I think both teams should get the ball no matter what happens, like college mm-hmm. football. Yeah, it first it makes it just so more interesting. Exactly, to, like it makes it more fun much more watch. fun to watch. And, it's and then just, you give every team a fair chance yeah. because if a team has a bad defense, it's just. Like it's, it's like Patrick Mahomes against the, the Patriots, Patriots a couple years ago. He was the best game. He was the MVP that year. How do you not give the MVP the ball in the conference yeah. championship in overtime? How do you not let him touch the ball? It's, yeah, he didn't even get an opportunity to. 
And we see so all these other exciting college football games that like go in the overtime where both teams, they can, like, up the score by another, like, 20, 30 points in overtime just from battling back and forth against each other. Um, I don't think it's just sucks to see. But the no. scores get high. Like, Texas A&M and LSU yeah. a couple years ago, the ending score was, like, 70. 70 yeah. The only, <laughs> only problem with that is that NFL players play much longer. I don't think they could withstand for that long. Yeah, yeah that's true. exhausted. They wouldn't be able to last for that long. There's no chance. But that's why college foot in college football you start at the thirty yard line. It you start at the opponent's thirty yard line, uh, in overtime. So oh, you only have to go that. thirty yards. I didn't know. And then you after, didn't know that. After <laughs> two overtimes, after two overtimes, you have to start going for two. Oh, see that I don't know why the NFL doesn't adopt that. That's a good rule. It gives every single team a actually, chance to win. Speaking of overtime, I actually wanted the this was such an interesting thing that I saw. You know, so you know how um Peyton Manning and Eli Manning do that Monday night broadcast sometimes now. Yeah, uh, it's fun. It's so fun. But they had Russell Wilson on it the other day, and Wilson they focus on rehab. Yeah, and they no, this was before he was injured. Um. They uh, he had an idea for the overtime because uh, Russell Wilson isn't a big fan of it either. Um, his defenses I, have been bad the past <laughs> couple of years. So yeah, yeah, that's not fair. So this is I want to I want to read this quote that he had on the show. Um, this is what he said. I've got a crazy idea. Imagine this right here. Imagine we went through this whole thing, this ten minute overtime or whatever. Nobody scores, so you just go back into another. Oh, this is like to prevent ties, by the way. So you go back in another coin toss. Do the coin toss. Um, let's just get, say the game is still tied. The Raiders come out or like whatever. The other team comes out for a second twin, coin toss and you win it. Now you choose, you get one kick. Are you going to kick it or are they going to kick it? So you basically have to choose if your kicker wants to hit a 30 from the 35, which would be a 40 or what would that be? Kick it from the 35. That'd be, be like a 42. 40 something. Yeah, 40 something yarder. So you basically get to decide if your kicker wants to kick it or if you want to make the other team's kicker kick it. So I think that's just a cool thing to add to prevent against ties because I think ties in football are stupid and they shouldn't yeah, have they them. Are. I don't know why there's why it's even there. The NBA doesn't have it. Like, what's the point of a tie? Just keep playing. I don't get it. But speaking of an exciting overtime game, that Cowboys-Patriots game, that game was very exciting. I love that game. I think that was no, the game of the I week. I hate that game. <laughs> C.D. Lamb. I lost fantasy because of one play to C.D. Lamb. But that play was Dang. nasty. And that's and that's what the, a perfect example of how the NFL overtime is exciting sometimes because in that game, the Cowboys ended up winning 35-29. to 29, But in overtime, the Patriots were given the ball first and Mac Jones was given a chance, but he only picks up one first down before going three and out. Um, so I think that the... That the, having overtime rules like this is fun sometimes because then you, the Patriots were still able to get the ball and then the Cowboys get it and Dak goes down and he throws a bomb to CeeDee Lamb on like mm-hmm. third down and he ends the game, you know, Four he gets shoved out of down. bounds, waves goodbye to the Patriots crowd. Yeah. I that think game, that was really That game exciting. was crazy. We had Trayvon Diggs, pick six. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about that. And then the next play, he gets cooked and touchdown. I saw something. It was insane. And then we go down the field and Dak... Greg's in line, it's a game time field goal. That went just back, back, back. It was crazy. So I know they know what I'm talking about. When I saw this thing, it was said Trayvon Diggs is the Jameis Winston of cornerbacks. <laughs> it is the most true thing I think I've ever heard. Because Jameis Winston, two weeks ago, first pass of the game, pick. And then the, his next pass on the next possession, there was a 70-yard touchdown down the field in Marquez Callaway. And then with Trayvon Diggs, Pick six to tie the game. Then the very next play, let's up a seventy-yard touchdown to seventy-five. Uh, it was like the first, the next play from scrimmage. After that, it was the literal yeah. next play. 
um, who is it? It was, it was one of their speed guys. Because Bill Belichick just that. I mean, that was a smart play call by him. You know, uh, Trayvon Diggs is you know amped up and on edge after getting that pick six, and then the very next play, you send your your quickest receiver on a double move, um, to take him all the way downfield for the touchdown. I think that that was just a smart play call by him. And if Greg Zerline wasn't able to make that field goal to send in the overtime and give him that chance to win, then the game literally would have been over yeah. because of him just as quickly as he won. How do you get burnt that bad by Kendrick Bourne? Yeah. <laughs> and with wow. that game, the Cowboys uh, end up going 0-5 against the Patriots with Bill, Be- with Bill Belichick as head coach. The Cowboys are yet to be the Patriots with him. Uh, or they were going 0-5 against him before going this week, so it was their first win against Bill Belichick as a head coach. Um, and that sends the Patriots to 0-4 as, uh, as their home record, which is odd to say. You know, uh, over the past couple of years, you would, you would never just thought something like that. I would be saying something like that. The Patriots are 0-4 at home to start the season, but it's just a whole new world now. But regardless, I think um, I think Matt Jones and the Patriots' future is still bright. You still got Bill Belichick, a great coach, regardless of Tom Brady or not. Obviously not as great without him, but how can you be? Uh, I think Mac Jones is still has a lot of promise with that Patriots team. I think they'll bounce back. They end up going against the Jets. I want to yeah against the Jets in Foxborough next week. So I think that'll oh, be a good bounce back game. Hopefully they can start one and four for that. The yeah. Jets. The Jets haven't won in America in twenty one games. They did win against the Jaguars <laughs> in uh, London this past weekend, but the Jets. No, 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 no. The Jaguars won. Beat the Dolphins. Oh wait, never mind, never mind. The Jets' one the... win is against the the Titans. Oh, it was <laughs> the Titans. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was early in the season. It doesn't. I don't even know how they beat the Titans. That's just insane. That's so odd. We're speaking. Yeah, we got to talk. So speaking of the Titans, Derrick Henry. Oh my, oh my God. God. I don't even. Who can stop like, him? No one. It's just the words can't describe him. I do. I'm a Packers fan, but I love that guy. He's just so good. I don't. I hate I just him. I love Derrick Henry. <laughs> He's, He's so, just good, so good. But I hate it's him. insane. It's uh, in my opinion. Me I how think good he is. I think there's no one more important to their team right now than he is to the Titans. Uh, no, he's still a running back. I don't know. There's Lamar no Jackson is pretty no, important to the Ravens. Oh yeah, he's yeah he's Lamar Jackson. There's more important to their. You take team. Lamar Jackson away from that Ravens team, and they. Okay, you could say the same thing for the. You could say the same thing for the Packers also. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing, especially with the Titans. But the Ravens defense is so good. The Ravens Ravens and Aaron Rodgers means the Ravens defense is their whole entire offensive game plan is based around Lamar Jackson being able to run the ball. Their whole entire offense. If Lamar Jackson can't run the ball, you if you stop him, they are not going to win. He's been throwing it this year. I don't know. Yeah, I know because defenses are coming up. Yeah. If you stop him from running the ball, defense are just gonna sit back and yeah. make you beat, make him beat you with his arm. I don't know if he can do that. Yet, I don't know if say. he can do that. Oh, if he can Jackson, beat you with just Lamar, his he arm, hasn't, he has not beat anybody. I think with just his arm. I think Lamar is better. Yeah, he looks. Yeah, you can't say But that was also set up because they're scared of him taking off the every single play. Exactly, which is where you can't take that away from. It's the same thing. This one though. What do you he mean? No, you you can't stop Derrick Henry. If, okay, Lamar if you stop Jackson, him, yeah, you can stop shut him down. And then he passes. That's what I'm saying. It's but part you, of his game. I'm saying teams that can beat him. They've done it to him multiple Overall, times. Overall, I think Lamar Jackson is I don't think, more important to his team than Derrick Henry is. I, I think there's think. I think there's other players you take, also. If you take Derrick Henry away, you still have Ryan Tannehill, okay, AJ Brown. A Julio good offensive Jones. line, Julio Jones. No, their offensive line's bad. It's not good. Okay, this the is the thing. Especially because oh, Taylor This is the thing I want to say. I'm continuing this from last season, too, before they had Julio Jones. If you 
were to take away Derrick Henry, you have to have Ryan Tannehill beat you with his arm. AJ Brown, most of his yards. Ryan Tannehill can do that. He's shown that he can do that. Really? Has he? I don't know. Yes. I feel like has he? I feel Ryan like, Tannehill has, has this, Okay. Has I this, feel like the throwing game is set up because they can run exactly. play action That's what every I'm just single saying. play. They run PA crossers because everyone thinks Derrick Henry is going to get okay, the ball. Okay, but still, that's Ryan why Tannehill do, with those That's why Ryan Tannehill can throw. Do I don't think if Derrick, if Ryan Tannehill didn't have Derrick Henry. I don't think he's throwing nearly as good exactly. because he can't run play action. Exactly. Derrick Henry's we, really the sole reason they run play did action. You, did you see Ryan Tannehill have a good team in Miami before? Okay, get yeah, Adam Gase. Yeah, don't, don't bring that up. Adam Gase? No, Adam Gase okay. Adam Gase's Mike coach Gabriel's 2 0 oh, 16 Mike Grable is a good coach. Rabel is a good coach. Rabel is a good coach. Yeah, a, this is no. Adam Gase was an offense was an offensive head coach who had no sucks. offense. All right, we'll go back to the playoffs a couple years ago. Ryan Tannehill. The only reason they actually went deep in the playoffs is because of Derrick Henry. Ryan Taylor never true. won any games by throwing the ball. Exactly. That's what games. I'm saying. You can't. And they should, they're still able to win because of Derrick Henry. There's no one more important to this team. And no. like no, we were saying. I'm bringing up the fact against BF that. Uh, I mean, they, I love they, Lamar Jackson. I think he's super important too. I think it, I, I could see him switching for one. But I'm just saying right now. Especially I think because cause the can, only reason I'm saying this is because he's a running back. That's the yeah, only running reason. back is running the most not, invaluable yeah, position. That's the only reason. In football. As easily replaceable. I think there's still more. Players that are How many times a year do you see somebody get hurt and then the running back come in and do the their backup come in and do the exact same thing? But this see is with Tony Pollard this year. Yeah, exactly. See with Alexander Madison. It could yeah. happen with Aaron Jones. See with Henderson. Aaron yeah. Jones and AJ Dillon. If Aaron yep. Jones goes down, AJ Dillon will pick up right off where he left AJ off. Dillon, yeah. But AJ I mean, Dillon is also good. When so. Daryl Henderson looks like a top ten yeah, running back this year. He wasn't, out, he wasn't yeah. even starting at the beginning of the year. Henderson's playing amazing. Yeah, but. Derrick Henry, I I just think like we were talking about. I think it sets up so much of that action game. Like I think AJ, AJ Brown is one of the best yards after catch receivers in the league, and yeah, that's him and the ball, Yeah, he has not been. He has not gotten the ball. He played good Monday night against the Bills. Taken. I think he had a hundred yards. It's just Julio take. I mean Derrick Henry, you can't stop feeding him the ball. He gets like almost. 30 carries Oh, yeah, there's game. nobody in the NFL. And, the, and the, the, the Titans honestly don't possess the ball for that long just because they have so many big plays this season. Right now in this game, uh, I really just think it was the Bills game to lose. They led the game in total possession time, uh, total yards. They dominated in first downs. It was even close when it came to first downs. And it really just came to that Titans D. I mean, the, the Bills... That's it's not. Did. It's not easily could send overtime. There was an option to send it in overtime. They, yeah, they had I don't Allen, know why that. They had I, still, Allen, I still think they, they should have kicked so it. So yeah, it was Josh Allen on fourth down from the three yard line where they could have just kicked a field goal in the overtime, but they wanted to just end it or at there. Least run a play action or something. I yeah, don't know why but the tit- the Titans D has been playing so good. I just think that's no, such man, a. The Bills no. had thirty one. They played. They had thirty sacks. They played good. The Bills had thirty one points. How are you gonna say they played good? Because it's the Bills. The Bills are the best team in the AFC. Exactly. The Titans defense did not play good. The Titans. Defense had three sacks, Harold Landry had two, and Kevin Byard an interception. They forced a lot of pressure, and they got mm. a turnover. I think that's that's all you can ask from a defense that isn't elite in any terms. I don't think they played bad at all that game. And against the Bills, too, when it comes down to, like, a last second like that, too. I think the Bills are one points. Obviously, isn't great, but it's the Bills. It's not much you can do. The Bills have been putting 40 points on teams across the league. Yeah, You're sure. saying this defense is great. No, he said. Did I ever say they played good? They Bills. played good. They played a good game. They're oh, not I thought you were saying this season. No, they're letting they up good. on average thirty points a game. Yeah, they played no, good this not, game. Not good defense. They played. I think they played good. I mean, that's why they won. Was because they, and they stopped. It, and there's stuff that's not tracked by stats too. Like that fourth down stopping. Jo- I don't think you realize how good of a runner and how big Josh Allen Josh is. And is to a stop massive him. human. He's yeah, like and and he is. And to stop him on fourth and inches like that with the game on the line after that long drive when you're obviously gassed, it's like. 
That's I huge. I still think that was That's a bad huge. decision by McDaniels. Actually, yeah. looking I mean, back, I don't think it was a bad because I'm saying okay, now the after thing. they didn't. If yeah, I was exactly, in the game, exactly. I would have done the same thing. I would have gone for it on fourth and one because the Bills have a good offense. So exactly. actually, I'll take that back. I think it was a good decision by McDermott. It just didn't pay out like most people expected it would have. But what I was going to say is that if the Titans play a team that can run the ball and run play action on them like they do to other teams, they're losing for sure. There's no chance because the Bills have no run game. Their run game is non-existent. So if they can play another team that's good and can run the ball, it's over for them. They're just because like the Packers can do that to them. Um, who else can? The Ravens can do it to them. The Browns can do it to them. I don't think the Titans are going to go far in the playoffs, honestly. I think the AFC is loaded. I think this is the best year of football we've had so far. This oh year has been gosh. amazing. Yeah, this, this year, we've it's been so blessed open with NFL right football. It's it so is. open. And, and the Cardinals are going down next week. They're, there's not going to be any undefeated teams left. What do you mean next? When they play Thursday the Packers? Night. Thursday night football. I think about, who do they play this week? It's, uh, they play the Houston the- Texans. Oh, yeah. The Vikings honestly should have beat them. They should not be undefeated. The Vikings, if the Vikings could get their kicking situation together, they should have won that game. So you think the Packers are beating the Cardinals? Yeah, I do. Interesting. I think Devontae Adams is going to cook their secondary. I also think D-Hop's going to cook ours, though, but... I think they throw the ball. <laughs> D-Hop is really They good. don't. It's Cliff Kingsbury. And we got to get into that later about, like, this... Not even... Brings. He hasn't even looked good. He had two catches last week. He had yeah, two touchdowns. That's not, even, that's not even on him. It's Cliff Kingsbury. He had two touchdowns, but he only two catches. <laughs> it's Cliff Kingsbury. One thing they don't got- want to throw him the ball. Like you see how the Packers' offense works. Throw it to Devontae Adams for every play. That's how you. That's how you divide. Is supposed to design an offense around your best player because he's their best player. I don't know what they're doing. Exactly, and we definitely need to get in that wide receiver situation in a second. But right now we have a very important in inter. No, don't eat it yet. Hang on. We have a very important segment. This podcast they're editing in. This is the first ever house divided crumble cookie review. Right now, in this multiple more times. Oh, we can yeah, do this every week. One. This is, yeah, let's go. I think so. If you don't know, Crumble Cookies is a cookie store where they just basically they make it four new flavors each week, and they are amazing. Um, there's one right by us, so you know we had to pick some up, and we're about to review it for you guys. Just a little sp- spice things up a little bit. They're about to hire, about to hire, so hire looks, us as sponsors. It looks like sponsors cookie. Crumble Cookies. It's good. Oh, no, I've it's never good. had this before. It looks like a I've had it. I've had it one time. I've, it was amazing. I've had this like four or five times. This is Brandon's first time, and Kush's like second, second time. And we're about to review. So right now, me and Kush are trying the Twix cookie. Right now, it's like it's a chilled, um, regular like vanilla cookie. It has uh caramel, a caramel layer, and then like a glazed chocolate layer on top with a Twix bar on top. And then Brandon has the warmed oh, Reese's Pieces cookie. That's are we all gonna take is. bites of each one. We can we can no, do it. Why? We get, I'm going to hear Brandon's review first on that. <laughs> but Brandon, so Brandon has uh, that one with the peanut butter frosting and the Reese's on top. That one's warmed ours as chills. Right now we're going to get into this. So we're going to let you know how this one tastes. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it's so good. Mm. This one's amazing. Are we going to take bites of each one? Or we no. Them? No. The Twix one, I think we just need one bite. Of each one, you gotta let it know how it is. I think that Twix one was amazing. I think the chilled flavor really brings out the flavor in it. Because, you know, if you ever have candy bars, you know you gotta freeze them to get the best mm-hmm. flavor out of them. Cold food tastes better. Agreed. And so having that chilled Twix flavor on top of it tastes amazing. Brandon, how was yours? Tastes like cookie with some peanut butter on top. Not a fan? I mean, it's a cookie. Mm. I'll shoot all the... I wouldn't wait 30 minutes 45 minutes for it. Oh, yeah. Neither would I. <laughs> so, what's your, what's your guys' take on crumble cookies? Underrated or oh. overrated? 
Overrated. I think it's just about rated. I think it's I think good. it's underrated to be honest. I really? Th- yeah, people haven't been going there as much. I think it's really good. It is really good. Yeah. And speaking about underrated, we kinda got we I wanna go into these receivers right now. Recently Bleacher Report they went through and they That's Chris Carter's. Oh yeah, Chris Carter. They went through and they. Who is um? By the way, he played for the Vikings. He's one of. I don't know where to put him, but he's a really good. He's one of the best receivers of all time. Yeah, so I think this is this is a one that a list that we have to take with a lot of credibility. But so he went through and he ranked the top ten wide receivers this season. We're just gonna look through it and see if there's anything we would change. Um, I think so. Right now they have Devontae Adams at number one. I think that's very yeah. fair to say. Uh. I mean, last year he was the best receiver in the league. This year he hasn't proven anything else. Uh, he's just been cooking. He's been doing his thing. Um, and number two, they have DeAndre Hopkins. Uh-uh. Yes. I'm sorry. Hopkins is good, but he's not having a top two season. Am I right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but yes, he's not having... I mean, I think he's the best receiver in the NFL. I think he's the most talented in the NFL. He's just not being used correctly. He's just it's not, not even his fault. Used. It's not like he's playing bad. He's just not on a bad coach team. Mm-hmm. Even though there are, I don't good know who teams. I would put number two though. Honestly, hmm. I mean, uh, it's close. I mean, if we're talking right now, I wouldn't. It's uh, it's got to be between Cooper Cup. Actually, I'm Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's my second. That's for me. Oh Cooper Cup. God, I don't know. I'm. Saying, I mean, I'm saying Tyreek. I think Tyreek because right now they have him. They have, so they have Tyreek. He had Tyreek at number three, Cooper Cup at four, and Ceedee Lamb at five. So I think you should what. Yeah. Ceedee Lamb at five? Who well, I think? Yeah, I think. I think Mike Williams should be above Ceedee Lamb. So this is if we're going up by just okay, this season. Let me just let me just read this all out then right now. So we have Devontae Adams one. We're going off just this season. Mike Williams and the Cooper Mike Williams should be, be like two. He should be in the top five. So just to go through it so we can get out of the way. Devontae Adams one, Dehab two, Tyreek three, Cooper Cup four, CD five, Justin Jefferson six, Mike Williams seven, eight Jamar, nine Debo, ten Mike Evans. Yeah, that's the one I wanted to talk about. Where's Mike Mike Evans? Where's DJ Moore? Mike Evans, he's in the best receiver on his team. Antonio Brown's having a better season. season, Yeah, and so they have honorable mentions. I think DJ Moore should be up there. Uh, He's having a really good season. Pull up his stats real quick. My top five is Adams, Cooper Cup, Mike Williams. Actually... Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, and then Mike Williams. That's my top four. And then five... I'd honestly take Jamar Chase or Debo. Like, someone At like five? that. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase? Yeah, five. Debo, Debo. No, I think five. I think Jamar Chase can be moved up some for sure. Justin Jefferson's having a good season. I think I think Mike Williams, he just had two, like, off weeks, whereas Justin Jefferson really hasn't had a week where he's had but a his, down week his so His good far. weeks have been amazing. Like, it's been yeah, so good. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just a balance of highs and lows for Mike Williams and that Chargers offense. DJ Moore has 514 yards right now. Do you have his game by game? Like, yeah, I dropped eighty against the Jets, eighty against the Saints, one thirty against the Texans, one fifteen against the Cowboys, and then forty two against the Eagles in seventy five against the Vikings. I think I think yeah, I think it's you know DJ Moore's playing really good. I don't know if it's enough to put him in that top ten last, conversation though. The last two games, he's also had. Sam Darnold seen Gosa. You know what I'm just yeah, thinking it's though. It's not even on him. He's a really good receiver. And he clutched up on the game. He caught a fourth down catch. Yeah, on I remember. I a thirty-yard fourth down catch to tie the game. Yeah, but you know what I'm just thinking about. Like looking back on this, like who would have thought 
going into the season that we would see Cooper Cup in the top Matthew five. Stafford. Matthew Stafford. I mean, yeah. Matthew Stafford. He's is, been the difference. He has been the difference. That's what happens when you have Jared Goff as your quarterback for your career. Yeah. And who would have – I mean, Mike Williams shouldn't be up there in all reality. He's kind of picked things up. He had a slow start this season. But no, I think – He started off with 20 He's Mike Williams did not start, start yeah, off. Mike Evans. I said Mike oh, Evans. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, too. Mike Williams. Yeah, Mike Williams is definitely playing. I think Mike Williams is playing like a top five receiver. I'd have yeah, him. Yeah, he is. I've had him interchangeable with CD at five, to be honest with you. And I think Cooper No, Cup, he's, had, he's been playing better than CD Lamb is. I don't know. After last game, CD Lamb. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but that's one game, honestly. CD Lamb had an amazing game, though, but... If we're comparing the overall stats, on the year, Michael Lamb is 33 receptions, 500 yards, and 6 touchdowns, compared to C.D. Lamb's. Um, C.D. Lamb has 33 for 497. They're literally up, they have the exact same stats, but Michael Williams has two more touchdowns, which is why I would rather have Mike Williams, right? This I wouldn't rather have Mike Williams. Mike Williams is having a better season. Yeah. They li- I'm not even joking. They have the exact same amount of receptions. And Mike Williams has one more receiving yard. <laughs> but I think, I think just the difference between that is, is how Mike Williams, I'm not saying he does, but he has the potential to not be involved as much with Keenan mm-hmm. Allen, Justin He's Herbert, and uh, yeah, and uh, Austin Eckler. Um, so I think there's a, a more of a chance for him to have a less productive season with games that he just isn't mm-hmm. as involved as. And whereas CD, yeah, whereas CD Lamb has... Is like just the focal point of no, the offense. There's CD Lamb, there's Michael Gallup, there's Amari Cooper, there's Michael Gallup, there's Perry. Yeah, Michael Gallup hasn't even played yet. All right, fine. Cooper, CD Lamb has been clear. CD Lamb, Zeke Elliott, CD Lamb has been the clear number one, though. He has been clear number one, but I would not say his situation is And you know how much Deck passes the ball to? Like, You know how much Herbert passes the ball? They barely run the ball. Yeah, Herbert passes the ball more than Dak does. Herbert has the most attempts out of anybody besides Tom Brady. I would say their situations are pretty similar. They both have good running backs and another good wide receiver running yeah. alongside them. Speaking and a good tight, a decent tight end. Speaking of Tom Brady, I want to know real quick, we talked about wide receivers, but I want to know about, about quarterbacks and other positions. I want to know who's the MVP right now Lamar for you Jackson. guys. Tom, Thomason Brady. Lamar Jackson. Thomason. Thomason. Thomason Brady. Brady. Thomason of the Bradys. Lamar Jackson. Thomason's of the Bradys. <laughs> I think I think Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. is the MVP right now just because he's, of... He's like, who would have thought, man? But, all right, 44 all right. years old. Who would have thought he's having this type of I'm season? I'm going to change my pick because Tom Brady's been the best offensive... Best quarterback, Those but he has not. Players. He has not been. I'm not gonna. I was gonna agree with you. I was saying Lamar Jackson. He has okay. been. He has not been the most valuable player just because of how loaded the Bucks roster is. If you like, BF was saying earlier, if you take Lamar off the Ravens, they suck. He's their entire offense. The all the he's the focal point of the offense. While Tom Brady is not, they could honestly. You could honestly season two years ago. You could honestly put another quarterback on that team, and they would go positive. I don't know if they'd be as they wouldn't be as good, obviously, but they they'd have a good record. Their team is just the Bucks are beyond loaded compared to the Ravens, who have sixteen players on IR and are still playing amazing. Yeah, that's true. Goodwin, Marquise Brown, Marquise Brown. Who's he's been playing good though? He has been playing good, but Lamar. I will honestly. I would forever gonna, hold that take that Hollywood Brown is not good. He's been playing he's good this season. Good. It's been seven games. You see how many drops he has? Like, he had two drop touchdowns two Lamar weeks ago. Lamar Jackson averaging 70 rushing yards a game in 300 passing The only yards. reason I say that Lamar's the MVP is because I'm taking into the literal meaning of the war, which is most valuable yeah. player. And Lamar is the most valuable player to his team so far this year. Tom Brady mm-hmm. is the best quarterback, but he's not the most valuable player. I think it was Lamar, Tom, and then Kyler. Yeah, because honestly, because Kyler, I, the, the only thing is Josh Allen. Kyler and was the fifth is Herbert. 
Kyler was up. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Herbert will probably be fourth over Josh Allen. Kyler was up there until he just it's had It's close because Josh game. Allen has been – he hasn't had a bad game like Herbert has. Josh Allen's been playing good overall. I'd still take um, – I think Josh Allen is I think, fourth. I think if you're doing it – because you know how in, like, the – I know it's not as much of a common theme in the NFL, but in the NBA, one of the focal points is who is the better team. And if you're looking at who is the better team, the Bills are literally the best team. And I think – No, the Bucks have the best roster. Not even a question. By no, far, the Bucks have the best roster. And the NFC. And the NFC. All right. The Bucks are, I think the Bucks have the best roster in the NFC. I don't think they're playing, like, the best team in the NFC right now. No, they're not. I think – The I Rams, think, Cardinals, Bucks. Packers. I think the Rams, Rams and Cardinals are – the two best teams right now. I think I don't want to. I want to say. I want to say that it's looking like that's the thing. It's so open right now. It's hard to tell, but I want to say it's looking like Rams. Um, or uh, my my fault. The Cardinals representing the NFC just because they're on the field and looking on the. I don't think right now. they're not going to go to the Super Bowl because they're they're just not coached as well as the other teams are. But my four playoff locks for the NFC are the Packers, Bucks, Rams, and Cardinals. I, I think that's pretty obvious. I th- I really like the Rams the going Bears this year don't too. Make the playoffs, I want the Rams to win that Super Bowl. They are very good. Well, obviously the Bears. I mean, Sean McVay. Sean McVay took them to the Super Bowl team with a much worse roster. Of Matthew Stafford, like I feel, I felt so bad for him. He was such a good quarterback, but he just got his entire career wasted because of Calvin Detroit. Johnson. And I'm pretty sure all Detroit, all Lions fans want Matthew Stafford to do well. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm, I'm sure. pretty sure all Lions fans are still rooting for the Rams. Yeah, but the Lions also suck, so I would root for the Rams if I was a Lions fan. <laughs> <laughs> the team is horrid. They suck. Yeah. But kinda... And Matthew Stafford was so loyal to the Lions. Yeah, exactly. Until so he was just fed up, because I would be fed up also. That team sucks. Not even, just I don't think he was fed up. I just think he knew, like, he had to shade, like... There had to be something for his career. career. You gotta say yeah. he's such a talented quarterback. We see... I mean, we see Patrick Mahomes get praised every week for these no-look passes, but now he's starting to throw, like... They're b- going to be yeah. inaccurate. So now it's on Matt, Matt Stafford has been the Matthew one doing that. Stafford been getting all this recognition for these crazy I'm, passes I'm down ESPN. in LA. ESPN, oh, yeah. ESPN, ESPN, ESPN has a love affair praise, with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, they can't they don't praise, praise anybody Mahomes. else. Actually, it's it's love. It's a love affair with Patrick Mahomes and Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Nobody yeah. else in the NFL. I mean, though. I think Tom Brady's deserved. Like I, I would, no, both of them. Mahomes deserves it also. It's just other players are doing things also, and they just fail to recognize it. Yeah. Oh, Patrick Mahomes with the most interceptions in the NFL right now. Because, because I mean, it's partly his receivers, too. They're, I mean, like, the Tyreek Tyree Kill has week. two, but technically, if you review all the game film, Patrick Mahomes has five interceptions that are his fault. Yeah. But the two are on Tyreek Kill, obviously. He drops, he just hits his hands and goes right into the other players. The offense has just been struggling this year, but I think... They, they haven't been struggling, they've just been they've throwing been turnovers. They struggled. I don't they, know if they struggle. I don't even know if they take the division this year. They're the last in the division going. right now. There's no way they take it. The I think. Are, not, I think. No, I, think, I don't care what place they are because their division. Last though. No, I don't care what don't place know. they are right now because their division. You think they'll end last? No. I don't know. You I want the, the Broncos and the Raiders are in their division. I th- oh now, yeah, the Broncos. So. I forgot the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. But no, the, I think the I think the Raiders have a solid the chance to finish. The Raiders the Bears. I, the Raiders are. I think the Raiders no, are no, a team. No, no. Chill out. Dude, chill the, out. The the, the, chill the out. Chiefs. Uh-uh. Okay, the Chiefs Bro, defense has been. Say it yourself. The Kansas City. The Chiefs defense. Yeah, agreed. but the Chiefs defense has been playing. The Raiders suck. Bottom line, they suck. The Raiders are. I think the Ra- the Raiders are not bad. They suck. The Raiders what? are not. Yeah, they're not bad. They're, 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 the they suck. They're they're exactly. Are. What is good about the Raiders? What is? They, good they don't the have a good wide receiver. One. They their defense sucks. Their secondary is terrible. But all the line is. 
I'm not saying offensive lines in the league. There's nothing good about them. Their coach, their coach is a racist person. They don't have a coach anymore. They don't have a coach. There's nothing good about the Raiders. Look at look at this. The Raiders. I'm not saying that the Raiders are gonna finish out of the Chiefs division. I'm saying that they do have a chance. I'm not gonna rule that out. The Vegas. They they started. Okay, look at this. They played. I hundred percent agree with him. Think the Chiefs are make are making the playoffs. The. The no, the, I don't think the Chiefs will make just because their division's no. loaded. With Did three, you say the Chiefs will make the playoffs now? I don't think so. No, with their loaded division, with their loaded division, no, uh, uh-uh, you did with not the say that. Okay, the Raiders. Look at the Raiders. Nah. the Raiders schedule. They play. They still, I don't care what their schedule is. They're gonna lose this week to the Eagles. They still get to. They play they're the gonna Eagles. Lose this week to the Eagles, and we're gonna come back to this next week. They play the Giants. They and then they play the Chiefs. So we'll see. They play the Bengals, and then they have the Bengals a are good. Why do you say the Bengals like that? The, the Bengals are. The same, they're, I think they're literally the same record. No, as they're not. The Bengals oh, no, are the better Bengals than the Raiders. They also they have, have a good players, offense. They're actually good. I don't even. That game was kind of. I don't know what happened to Joe Burrow that game. He threw three back to back picks. <laughs> I don't know what happened that game. I wouldn't count that as a complete <laughs> was, loss because no, that was kind of. This guy just said the Chiefs are not. As much as I don't want them to. Make <laughs> exactly. Okay, so think about this. Playoffs. Okay, so we'll we'll look at this right now. Then while we're talking, this is the biggest overreaction I've ever seen. The NFL will make an expansion to the playoffs just exactly. Well, speaking of, they can't let their lover boy. I forgot they have the three. There's an extra wild card spot this year. There's the third one. No, that's been there like that last year also. Oh yeah. That's the only reason the Bears made the, the playoffs last year. So the Bills, they have uh, the Bills are winning their division easily. Oh yeah. And then, and I, what was I gonna no, say? Okay. I think the Chiefs will finish second because the Chargers okay. are better than. Okay. Them. That's what I was just wanting to say. Yeah. And then so the Bills are taking that division, and the AFC North. I think the the Ravens could take that. <clears throat> oh, the, the Ravens, Ravens will take. The it. Ravens will take it. Pride. The yeah. Bengals are going to get a wild card spot if they keep playing like they have been. And I think the Browns can make a push for it if they remain healthy. But with they're we're too with the, unhealthy right now, but they're, they're, they're too unhealthy. Be, they're, and I guess the they're, they're probably going to win tonight. I think game. the Browns are better than the Bengals. And they are when they're healthy for sure. They're, yeah, definitely. Good. I mean, they have the Who's best run stop offense Nick in the league. And Kareem Hunt. There's not a, the best running back doing the NFL. And then anyway, the AFC South. The only th- thing holding them back is Baker Mayfield. The AFC South, the Titans are taking that uh, right now. They're four and two. I don't think there's anyone. The Colts, yeah, Texans, and Jacks all sucks. So I think anyway, what I'm saying, if there's gonna be the other wild card spot, so I think one. The Raiders can make a push for one. The Bengals can make a push for one, and the Browns can make a push for one. So I think it's gonna come in between the Browns and the Chiefs for that wild card spot. No, it's not. The Raiders are not getting it. Okay, so who's gonna get it then? Who else is gonna get it? It's gonna be the the Chiefs, the Browns, and the Chiefs, Browns, and Bengals. Either the Rams or the Cardinals have to have a wild card spot. The what? Either the Rams or the Cardinals have to. We're talking about AFC. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I. I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs are the Chiefs regardless, but I don't think they're the same Chiefs that they have been at all. I think, like, it's, yeah, if there's if there's a year, it's a bold take, obviously, but if there's a year for something crazy to happen, the NFL is more open than it's ever been. I think this is the year for the Chiefs to struggle and continue to struggle. But who knows? I could be completely wrong. You are the, completely the, wrong. The, I'm, I'm not completely wrong because it hasn't wrong. happened yet. You're it's, completely we'll wrong. You're just completely wrong. Well, let me see this. For sure. We'll see. I think... The Colts are the best two and four team I think you've ever seen. They just had such a hard schedule. No, they were the best one and four. And they honestly, they could have beat the Rams if Wentz didn't get hurt in the last like on that last drive. They could have beat the Rams. I think the Chiefs will get the wild card spot. The Bengals. Maybe the maybe three teams from the AFC North. That's what the, that, I mean. That's what would need to happen if the wait, three teams. Do you think the Steelers will get it? No, the no, Bengals, Bengals, Browns, and Browns. The Ravens. 
Then who's going to win the division? The Ra- oh, you the said... I, I thought you meant three wild card spots from that. Never mind. That's what I mean. That's, but, that's why that, that division could be so dangerous this year. That's why it threatens the Chiefs if they play like they have been. The Chiefs have a tough schedule. They have to play the Titans no. this week. I know the Colts are 2-4 right now. That, Watch out for the Colts. They play the Texans too... They play the Texans and the Jaguars at Ooh. least another four more times. That's another four wins right there, basically. They could, but if the Titans well, lose I think this they week, may have already played the Texans. The Titans are going to beat the Chiefs. Last week. Yeah. They, they played the Niners this week, the banged-up Niners. They could win that I'm game. I'm saying watch out for the Colts. I, I agree push. with them because right now, I think the Chiefs will bounce back. I think they'll beat the Titans this week, even though Derrick Henry will just annihilate them. I think they'll outscore them. I think it'll come down to an offensive game. If the Titans lose and the Colts win, the Titans are only one get a game ahead of them. So I think I I honestly don't think the Titans have that divisional lock yet. We'll see. And I think I, I still can't believe you think the Chiefs will make the playoffs. I, I can't. Get I it. said if there's a year for it to happen, then it'd be this year. I'm, I I did say that the Chiefs are Chiefs. Anything can happen. It's the NFL. I don't know just, about this, N- this NFC wild card though. Obviously the Rams and the Cardinals, but other than that, I don't know. Um, I think the it, NFC is way more. Maybe open. the Honestly, Vikings. Th- no, it will be the Vikings. Vikings. Uh, my my. All right. So my division winners are the Packers, Packers, Cardinals, Cowboys. I think the Rams take that division. The still. Vikings. Packers, Cardinals, Cowboys, and Rams. No, Packers, Cardinals, Cowboys, and Bucks. And then my three wild cards right now are the Rams, the Vikings, and the Saints. The Saints. Yeah. You think James Winston taking them to the playoffs? Yeah. Because the NFC sucks. That's why. The rest of the NFC besides the division I think the, the Rams division are taking winners? that division, though. Jeez, I, I, I never Maybe realized so Maybe we see three in the MS, the three and teams in the NFC West. Wilson, if, I, yeah, I could if see. If Geno Smith can hold no, that down. No, I'm not down. saying the, Seawal- the Seahawks. I'm saying the Niners. Yeah. I've been saying that the Niners are a good team. They just always have I think these issues. They're about to get Raheem Mostert back. They're about to get Raheem Mostert back. They're about to get Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson back. I see the Niners making it. No, I, mean, I think I think if Geno Smith can hold it down, the Seahawks will make it. We'll see. I didn't really. Yeah, that NFC starts this way open. Maybe the Vikings could make a push for it. They could. The their Bears. offense is amazing. Or the Bears. Oh, they're not. They're not <laughs> their Bears are not making the playoffs. <laughs> the <laughs> NFC sucks. Yeah. There's no the, all these other besides wild cards. The division winners, besides the NFC besides West, the West, yeah. Besides the division winners and and the West, there's no other good wild like the yeah. Washington football team. The Vikings are the Bears, and then the Saints are the Panthers. I think yeah. the Bears have a solid chance to be up they there with do. the Saints, just, Panthers, and Vikings. They just have to that's beat a race the for all of them. I don't yeah. know if they can beat the Vikings because the Vikings offense. That's, that's going to really be good. so crucial for them because that could that creates that little separation. Honestly, they can the beat the Vikings because they just need to get their offense together. But if they can beat the Vikings, then yes, I say the Bears can make the playoffs. Then they yeah. then they will. But then then it's just uh, then it's just a beat down from whoever's the two seed in the first round. So I don't know if they want to make the playoffs. Yeah. That's just something we'll have to see. But um, as we look on to look up back on this week, thank you guys for joining us. It was amazing having you here. Thank you for joining us for the podcast and the Crumble Review. Um, we'll be sure to update you guys with like all these takes that we made this week and next week on uh, the Week 7 episode. So make sure to tune in next week. Thank you for joining us. Um, be sure to check out the oahow.org for some more amazing stories. We'll see you guys next week.